Hello, Bearcats. Thank you so much for joining me on my presentation for reducing stress and finding balance through mindfulness practice. I want to just take you through a few things first before we start. So first things first, put down your phones and resist the urge to check them. I know this is really difficult, especially given the time of so many things happening, especially through social media and on the news, but this time at this place, I just want you to disconnect from your phones and, and really resist the urge for checking them. The next thing is get into a comfortable position. This way you're able to go through the mindfulness exercises, being comfortable and being able to kind of spread out and you know again, get the most out of them when you're in the different exercises. The next thing and first thing we're going to do is we're all going to breathe in through our nose and we're going to exhale through our mouth. Feels good, right? We're going to be doing a few more breathing exercises as we go through with the different mindfulness exercises for both not only our breathing, for our mind, and then also our body. And the last thing and one of the things I cannot stress that is really important is this next hour is your hour. Everything else will come back when you finish. As I used to tell my student athletes when they would cross the line onto our lacrosse field was the backpack full of the relationships, the schoolwork, the midterms, family, work, just all the stresses will be there. When you set foot onto that field, this is your time to be able to focus strictly on lacrosse. This, the, I want you to do nothing other than think of lacrosse. And it was a really nice separation. So that way, you know, when we were on the field, we we're on the field and then everything else will be there. So diving into mindfulness, what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is paying attention. It's paying attention on purpose and without judgment. We can be mindful in our senses and in our inner world and our thoughts and our emotions. I want to ask you, think of a time where you ate something that was so good and you actually stopped to process every single bite. You thought about the texture, you thought about how it tasted, how it smelled, how it was warm, how, you know, it was cool. You just were able to feel every sensation as you were chewing this particular meal. And I'm sure when you finish, you're like, oh my gosh, that was one of the best meals that I've ever had. Even if you think about it now, you're like, oh my gosh, amazing. And then think of a time where you ate a meal so quickly that 10, 20 minutes later, you couldn't even remember what you had previous. When you slowed down and you really thought about that really great meal, that was practicing mindfulness. You were in the moment, you were really just analyzing every bite, every smell, every texture, the color. You were really just taking it all in and you were mindfully eating. That's how mindfulness is able to be infused in our daily lives without even realizing it. It helps us to respond, but also not to react. And we're going to talk about knee-jerk reaction in the next slide. And it is simple, but it's often not easy. People practice mindfulness for years, and it does take time and it does take effort. And I hope with some of the techniques that I do walk you through, you'll be able to pick something up that you'll hopefully be able to apply to your life. So I want to ask you a few questions as we're walking through this to kind of learn more about yourself and, and mindfulness and also the knee-jerk reaction. So have you ever 
said something you later regretted, been so nervous for a presentation or an event that you couldn't sleep the night before, walked into a room to get something and then forgot what you were looking for. I am guilty as charged on this. Been sad or upset, but didn't know exactly why. Been so engrossed in an activity that everything else fell away and that activity commanded your full focus and attention. Without mindfulness, when we are stimulated, whether it's external, internal, something just really sets that, that, that response that we have to be able to react to, with the stimulus, you automatically react without mindfulness. It's just cause and effect without any process in between. But with mindfulness, we have the stimulus, which with mindfulness type of thought, type of breakdown, we are able to make choices. And with that choice, we then can make our response. So without that knee-jerk reaction, we're able to walk through our decision-making process two more steps than we would if we weren't using mindfulness. So this video I'm gonna to present to you does show you about mindfulness and it explains how mindfulness is able to be used in our daily life and gives further explanation about what mindfulness is. Everyday mindfulness. What is mindfulness? Often when people think about mindfulness, they imagine someone sitting on a cushion alone in a room with their eyes closed. Sometimes that is what mindfulness practice looks like. And sitting with your eyes closed in this way has great benefits. But mindfulness is also so much more. Mindfulness is a way to approach everyday life that makes living more enjoyable and less stressful. You can apply mindfulness to everything you do, whether you are eating, walking, or sitting in class. Mindfulness is a choice that you can make at any moment. Mindfulness can help you better understand how you feel and what you are experiencing. It's about being aware of the present moment instead of replaying the past or worrying about the future. Mindful awareness means being aware with kindness. It's about being engaged in everyday life, choosing to be nice to yourself and others in the present moment and bringing an open awareness to all moments, whether those moments are pleasant, neutral, or maybe even unpleasant. Bringing to that awareness some curiosity and kindness instead of judgment and criticism. You may be surprised at what you learn if you are curious and kind. This does not mean that you need to be meditating. You just need to be paying attention on purpose with a little friendliness. This can help you with stress or anxiety or even sadness. It helps you focus on what is happening right now because worrying about the future or the past all the time can be exhausting. Practicing paying attention in a kind way to little things can help train your mind so you can develop more ease across your life. Anything can be leveled up with mindfulness. Here are some examples of ways you can be mindful 
and everyday life. Right now, you might be sitting in a chair watching this video on your phone. How heavy does your phone feel in your hand? What parts of your hand is the phone touching? Is your phone hot, warm, or maybe cool? Are you sitting down? What parts of your body are being supported by the chair? If you are standing, can you feel which parts of your feet are connected to the ground? Or where you are placing the weight of your body on your feet? This is all mindfulness. Or maybe when you're talking with someone, instead of listening to them so that you can give them a response or to answer them, listen with the goal of understanding them better. This is a little change that can make a big difference in a conversation. The trick is not to automatically react to what you're paying attention to. Just notice what body sensations and emotions come up. And notice your reactions or judgments because there will be judgment. Just try not to judge yourself for how judgmental you might be. There's no right or wrong. Just noticing what's happening in the moment. This can be noticing what's going on around you or inside of you. Let any and all things that you notice be there. You can practice this type of mindfulness anytime, anywhere, and under any circumstance. Simply be aware of what's happening in that moment, like this moment. What are you noticing right now? So that presentation of mindfulness gives you a little bit more of information about how mindfulness works in the way of everyday life and how it brings perspective into just little mundane details that you might not have even realized that you were already practicing mindfulness by just how you stop and listen to individuals, how you have conversations, how you portray yourself during conversations. So as we're learning more about what mindfulness is, I also want to bring up some misconceptions about mindfulness because I feel some people hear the term mindfulness and they think that we were going to sit in a room and close our eyes and chant home for an hour, which it definitely could be part of your mindfulness, but there's so many other layers to it. So one of my favorite movies is The Princess Bride and the men that I have here is with the instance of him using the word inconceivable and his friend says you keep using that word I don't think it means what you think it means so I want to break down the misconceptions of what people think mindfulness is thinking about nothing it it's actually being aware of our thoughts. We're not just having, as the picture shows, these empty bubbles in our head and, and think we're practicing mindfulness. Being happy all the time, just like our buddy, Buddy the Elf. It's not being 
happy all the time. It's not loving every single minute of life. It's bringing non-judgmental awareness to the present moment. You're going to have times where you're sad. You're going to have times where you're frustrated. All these feelings are going to be kind of through the spectrum. And it's okay, especially as you're starting to really focus on the mindfulness. There's going to be days where you don't want to practice mindfulness. And that's okay, because as you're learning and progressing, you need to figure out what works for you. Mindfulness is not a religious type of environment where you have to belong to a particular type of denomination. It's a mindfulness is a mental training. You work your mind just like you would a muscle and you're able to use different aspects of that, whether you want to focus on your mind, your mind body connection. There's so many integrated pieces and so many workplaces now are incorporating this into the types of and um, opportunities that they do offer their employees. Google's doing it, General Mills, Huffington Post, just to describe a few. Mindfulness is not long periods of passive sitting. There's our um. It can be active. You can be taking yoga, walking, doing your daily routines. And it helps to know that as you get into these routines and you're practicing mindfulness, you're starting to get those patterns of just falling into that habit without even realizing you're doing it. Mindfulness is not living only in the present, never thinking about the past or planning for the future. It is awareness and deliberate attention, even on the act of planning. I always ask, is this useful? My professor had this picture in her office and I have taken it and I've used it in a lot of my presentations. So with the first boxes past me, oh, so much work to do. I'll do it later. Present me, why didn't past me already do this? Oh, well, I'm sure future me will get it done. And then future me turns around and says, why are you two such lazy bums? Stop leaving me all the work. Work passes forward, complaints pass backward. This slide is so important, especially with the amount of social media just clouding so many people's minds with five hours on TikTok, how many hours on Instagram, how many, you know, just getting lost into click after click after click after click and realizing how much time has been just absolutely sucked from your day. So this slide I love and, and I absolutely fulfilly use this um, different presentation and use this slide in different presentations what mindfulness is not relaxation it might be relaxing for some it might be boring and annoying for others it's being what it is i think that as you practice you might find it very enjoyable and as you go through as i said there's days where you're not going to want to do this what it's not zoning out it's zoning in it's purposeful awareness as you go through you're going to start to feel differently about yourself. And we'll talk about that after we go through some of the mindfulness exercises. The benefit of mindfulness, it improves focus and awareness, increases responsiveness for needs, promotes emotional balance and stress management, and supports healthy relationships, both at work and at home. So there's many things that mindfulness can be able to prepare you for as you're going through not only through school 
as you start your career and then with your relationships at home. Benefits of mindfulness for students, improved attention, focus, and concentration, reduced stress, increased self-awareness, improved impulse control. This also might help give you the energy where you don't need to reach for that energy drink. You might not have to have that fourth cup of coffee. It's, it's really interesting how the body and mind start to react to this type of exercise for both of them. And it increased empathy, whereas you're so quick to judge someone perhaps about something, you now kind of take a step back and start to realize what position they're in before you make that, that quick judgment on them. So personal practice, uh, daily practice can consist of intentional moments. So we have mindful breathing, we have mindful listening, we have the body scan practice, and then mindful moments. So where is my attention? One of the ways I practice mindfulness is when I brush my teeth in the morning. I set myself up for my day. I absolutely kind of put myself in a place of, okay, this is where I need to be in order to start my day. It can be on the train or the subway while you're eating breakfast. Again, it could be the best breakfast sandwich you have ever had. Perfect amount of bacon, crispy, juicy, same thing with salt and pepper, absolutely perfect proportions. Bagel was toasted just right. It, and that's mindfulness while you're eating your breakfast. And then before starting your assignments and studying, I'm going to walk you through one of my favorite practices that is super quick, but it helps get me focused. Because just like all of you, I am enrolled in my doctoral program online. So I am really trying to make sure that I am getting myself focused for my assignments and this different world of, of being on Zoom. So examples of mindfulness techniques that we are going to go through. We're gonna introduce you to some short videos on mindfulness techniques. We're gonna do mindful breathing, mindful body scan for relaxation and focus, and mindful movement practice. There's so many different examples on YouTube that you would be able to find. And again, there's lengthy ones, there's short ones. It's really all of your personal preference, but you need to find the one that's right for you. And one of the examples that I absolutely love was someone did a study on water bottles. You're thinking water bottles. Yes. So someone did a study on how a water bottle that someone really loves will encourage them to drink more water. And if you think about it, think of the times where someone had a water bottle and you're like, oh my gosh, that's great. I want to swell because it's awesome. But then you get it and it's kind of metallic and, you know, it dings and it chips and it's not really a great water bottle for you. Are you going to use it? How many freebie water bottles do you get? And you're just like, these are not for me, but we keep them. So really finding that one water bottle that works for you is very similar to mindfulness. Find the one that you really like, and I guarantee you'll stick with it, but don't be afraid to try the others. So the first one we're going to go through is we're going to do a mindfulness breathing technique. And I will show you that video right now. We're caught up in life's demands with no time to stop, but becoming more aware of your own thoughts and feelings and what's around you and accepting the present moment can help improve your mental health and well-being. Doing this affects both the mental and the physical you. Some people call this being more mindful. 
Focusing on the present means paying attention to your thoughts and feelings right here, right now. Breathing exercises are a great way to focus on the present and be more mindful. Doing this can also help when you're feeling stressed or anxious. This short video will take you through how to do a mindful breathing exercise. Firstly, settle into a natural, comfortable position. When you're ready, take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Breathe naturally, noticing the sensations of the breath entering and leaving the body as best you can. Allow your shoulders and neck to relax, focusing on your breathing, just being aware of it. Focus on how your body feels, what sensations do you notice? Do you feel your feet on the floor or the feeling of your clothes on your skin? Take this time to pay close attention to physical sensations from the top of your head right down to your toes. Notice what you're thinking about right now and how you're feeling. Just take the time to notice your thoughts and feelings without judgment and without trying to change them. When you're ready, take one more breath and try to bring this awareness with you into the next moments of your day. Breathing techniques like this one can help to centre you in the moment at any time and connect you with the present, which can help if you're feeling stressed or anxious. So that is an example of what a mindfulness breathing exercise is. Not too long, not too short, but it does give you an example of how mindfulness breathing is able to be put into just your daily life quickly. I don't know how many of you have the Apple Watch, but you do get that vibration of breathe and it counts in the out and counts in the in with the nice little like pulsation on your wrist that's part of mindfulness. It starts to sense that you're either need a break, take a break, or it's sensing a high um, heart rate. So it does really kind of just pull you back to be able to slow you down. So the next one we're going to do is the mindful body scan. And this gives you a little bit more sense of a full type of head to toe scan as you're going through the different areas of mindfulness. Let's begin by bringing full attention into the body. You can close your eyes if that's comfortable for you, or you may want to follow the sequence of images invoking stillness and alertness. Notice your body seated wherever you are seated, feeling the weight of your body on the chair, allowing gravity to do its job. Come into your body by noticing the support of the seat beneath you. Take a few deep breaths. As you notice the next breath coming in, 
And then as you exhale, have a sense of letting go of controlling the breath. Let it happen on its own more deeply. Start by noticing your feet on the floor, noticing the sensations of your feet touching the floor, the weight and pressure, perhaps a slight vibration or the temperature, heating or cooling. Now notice your legs against the chair, paying attention to sensations such as pressure, pulsing, heaviness, lightness, becoming fully aware of the joints in the ankles, the knees, and the hip joints. Take another deep breath now. Bring your attention into your stomach area. Soften the lower belly, taking your time to feel the entire structure of the torso and the ribcage pulsating expanding and contracting with each breath. Notice your shoulders, arms, hands and fingers. Notice your neck and throat. Releasing the jaw bones, let your face and your facial muscles to soften. Now notice your whole body present. Take one conscious breath. Stay connected and aware of your whole body as best as you can. Take another conscious breath. And then when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Notice the relaxation effect in your entire being. Gradually transition to your next activity still carrying with you this expansive sense of well-being. So in a mindful bodiness scan, there are some that go on for a really long time and do the follicles of the hair and go to the eyelashes. And it really walks through your body in such a way that it hits head to toe. And for some people, that's just too much. So the next one we're going to talk about is the two minute mindful movement and it's for your body and mind. So if you are interested in trying this and, and want a little bit of space to stand up, feel free and be my guest. If you wanna stay seated, this is a movement that you can do um, while you are, are sitting. Hi, I'm Kara Bradley. We're here in Valley Forge Park, Pennsylvania, the home of the revolution of the United States where everything changed. Today, we're gonna to do a short mindful movement practice, and it's gonna help you to synchronize your mind and body with breath and rhythm. And what happens when you do that, and you'll see in even a few minutes, it helps you to then pause and be still and start to focus inward for a mindfulness practice. So next time you go to sit for your practice, try this little short meditation, moving meditation beforehand and see what happens. Separate your feet hip width and bring your hands together. Interlock your fingers. 
Take a deep breath in. As you exhale, press your palms forward, opening your back. Inhale, reach your arms up, stretch high. Exhale, arms behind you. Now interlock your fingers. Inhale, lift your heart and look up, back bending. Exhale, slowly bend your knees, bend forward, forward bend. Inhale, come all the way up to standing, reach your arms high. Exhale, hands together at your heart. So we're going to do that again. Take a deep breath in, interlock your fingers. Exhale, press your palms forward, stretch. Inhale, reach your arms up. Exhale, arms behind, interlock fingers. Here's the back bend. Inhale, lift your heart, look up. Exhale, bend your knees, arms overhead. Inhale, come all the way up to standing. Exhale, bring your hands behind your head. So open your elbows wide, breathe in. Now we're gonna sway over to the right, breathe out. Reach, inhale, hands back to center. Exhale, reach left. Inhale, center, so side bending, so healthy. Exhale, reach. One more time, inhale, center. Exhale, reach. So to finish off now, bring your arms back to center and let's twist. Exhale, twist right. Inhale, center. Exhale, left. Work your breath, inhale, center. Exhale, right. And last one, inhale, center. Exhale, left. Bring your arms back up to center. And now just release your arms by your side. Close your eyes for a moment. You can even sit down here. And just notice what it feels like to be right here in your body. Notice your heart beating. Notice your chest and belly lifting and lowering. Notice the sounds around you and the sounds inside of you. Take a few more moments here and just be still with yourself. Go out the rest of your day refreshed and renewed. Thank you for joining me. So what I love about this mindfulness is it's two minutes, but it gives your mind that break that it needs in order to be able to, you know, if you're just away at the computer hunched over and you just need that quick break, I think that one is so important. And there are so many other mindfulness exercises that are half an hour, an hour, and just really give you a full body type of work for not only your your heart and your lungs and your breathing, but also it works your mind to be able to really, how do my feet feel? Where are my arms? And just kind of give you that different perspective. So the last video I'm going to show you is my favorite. I was introduced to this and I use this to kind of put myself into center and perspective as I'm doing my, um, starting my schoolwork or if I'm starting my day. It's very short, but I think it's really powerful. Um, and for those of you that are following along on our podcast, I'm going to be reading out what the different types of um, exercise this is. So the teacher is going to ring a bell. You're going to close your eyes when he rings the bell. Breathe normally and listen closely to the sound of the bell. Open your eyes when you can no longer hear the bell.
what I love about this type of exercise is that it is so quick, so easy for you to be able to follow. And what I also love about this is everybody hears the bell stop at different times. And it really gives you a perspective of just blocking everything out and being able to really just focus in on one thing to get your mind ready at the task at hand. So I was introduced to this and I absolutely fell in love with it. While you're participating in mindfulness, you might notice some changes. Your voice quality might start to change. You're feeling more confident in your answers. You're not as unsure if that's the direction you should be going because you've really went through the steps rather than that knee-jerk reaction. Your posture will change. This is something that I've noticed. I carry a lot of stress in my shoulders and of course being on top of the computer and hunched over and writing away. I, I've definitely been noticing my posture more and making sure my shoulders are back, my neck's elongated, and really just taking ownership in where my body is. The other thing you'll notice is your facial expression cycles of activation and deactivation. When you're engaged and you're actively listening to someone, you can read that on someone's face, not just I'm waiting for you to stop talking so I can continue on what I have to say. This really gives you a, a perspective of active listening and just that activation of really putting your thought and effort into what that person is saying. You might notice increase in energy. Your body's just craving that type of mindfulness where you're giving, you know, your mind and body a connection that you wouldn't have had otherwise. I also equate mindfulness to foam rolling. And I'm sure we've all done it where you foam roll and you hit that one spot that absolutely is just so ridiculously tight. And once you roll it out, just that release of that tightness, it's like, oh my gosh, that hurts so good. And sometimes in mindfulness, it's, it's the similar type of feeling where I don't get this, I don't understand this. And then all of a sudden it just starts clicking and you start seeing how you can use it. The persistence and authenticity of yourself, you might notice that you're really just finding a truer self that you didn't realize before and you're starting to see things differently than you might not have and and presenting that to other people and then improving your relationships as you're listening more as you're engaging more you might notice a change in those types of relationships friends family co-workers you might see a, a difference so there are some books that you can learn more about um they're kind of a gamut of information from getting into mindfulness to, oh my gosh, I love mindfulness. I've been doing it forever. And then those that want to elevate where they are in mindfulness, what's, what is, what else can I be doing with my mindfulness? And I wanted to thank you all so much for your attention today. I absolutely love these two clips that I've put up. One is of Cruella DeVille and it says me trying to excel in my career, maintain a social life, drink enough water with my favorite water bottle, exercise, text everyone back, stay sane, survive and be happy. That's me pre-mindfulness. I was so determined, so crazed and just really had so much on my plate that I just wanted to juggle everything I could and thought I was doing a great job. And then as I found mindfulness, I started to realize I can be like more like Mary Poppins and be more 
cool, calm, collected, listening, understanding, and still get everything done. And with mindfulness, and I, I hope you took something away today that you can use, it is a practice that you will be using for the rest of your life. And as you go through things and as you start to realize that it's becoming more and more a part of your life, I hope that you're able to use it professionally, personally, and just take away from it that this is a lifelong journey and you will feel yourself evolving and changing and growing. And it's something that I've really found helpful and I hope you found helpful today. And thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. And as always, go Bearcats. Thanks for visiting the Brew College Athletics Podcast. To listen to this podcast, you can find it on Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, to name the few. And don't forget also to visit our athletic website, brookathletics.com. This has been a presentation of the Brook College Sports Information Department.